Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Fathers Podcast, where only one of us is an actual father and none of us are priests. My name is James Dreer. I'm joined here by Tyler, Big Herbie Herbock. Yeah, what's going on? And Trey, stick your fingers. Jose. Hello, hello. What's going on? And uh, we do have one special guest here. The <laughs> father coach, the Trumpkin himself, also a father of multiple children, and <laughs> the uh, the the, the winner of the fantasy league champion, the winner of the 2022 fantasy fathers dynasty league, Tyler, the Buffalo lover, Kozier. <laughs> His native name is Watches UP. So, <laughs> I'm not lying. You can ask his family. Facts. We're joined by Watches UP. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tonight, today, we have the fantasy running backs rankings pre NFL draft. This is where we take a look at the uh, upcoming fantasy rookie running backs heading into the NFL draft. <laughs> Kind of given our ranking of what the player profiles look like prior to where they land in the NFL draft, obviously that will have a major impact on their fantasy value depending on draft capital and um, how early they're drafted and what teams they're going to be playing for. But for now, we're just looking at these guys as a uh, as as a player as an NFL player, a true prospect, and kind of talking about who might be the most exciting. Twitter. Our yeah. Twitter. Yeah, what is it? It's at the FF Fathers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it. I was trying to be smooth about it. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Twitter. I don't know. All I saw was Google. and so. When you oh, shit. Up. My bad. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at the FF Fathers. <laughs> All right. I'm sure they will. You keep forgetting to say it, so I was trying to be sly about it. Well, yeah. Twitter's a place that I uh, easily forget at times. We tweet, it's the offseason. During this season, we're active as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not you, fuck. But <laughs> me and Tyler are on there, at least. God. Try to be. Hey, real quick, we're going to get into the rankings. Forgot to post a couple pieces of news here, so. Hell we do yeah. have the signing of OBJ to Baltimore. Okay, all right. They're giving him fifteen million guaranteed, Whoa. which is, it sounds like a lot more than anybody else was willing him was willing to offer him. How do you guys feel about that signing, keeping Lamar in Baltimore? Well, the first thing I thought of, I, I saw a meme earlier that he's getting twenty three guaranteed, fifteen. Oh, fifteen guaranteed, right? So it was a meme, basically being like, "Oh, like give you know Lamar in his prime thirty million. And it was like, mm, no thanks. And it was like, oh, give OBJ coming off an of ACL injury $18 million is what the meme said. And they were like, oh, hell yeah, we're in. <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't really fucking make sense to me. It is interesting, though. The day that he signed that contract, him and Lamar were partying in Baltimore. And there's hella pictures out about it. So, But he recru- he's been recruiting him, right? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it's not like it's a foregone conclusion Lamar is back. But it's kind of it's got to be the step in the right direction, right? I feel like that's the only reason they signed him. I said it can't hurt, 
but OBJ probably going to be IR by week eight. Like he's going to be irrelevant by the end of the season. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. And and the voice you just heard, it might sound unfamiliar, but that, like I said, there's a special guest. Tyler watches UP Kozier. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, other piece of news, uh, Saquon Barkley is not going to sign his franchise tag yet. I mean, I don't think that's huge news. Honestly, I think he's just trying to hold out for the larger deal, and he doesn't want to man. Yeah, and he doesn't want to go to the fucking mini camp. Like, he's a running back. He's like, I'm not going to go to mini camp and, get, and potentially get hurt there. I'm going to stay at home and do my they, thing. They paid bum-ass uh, mediocre... Danny Dimes just because he's a quarterback, but they won't pay Saquon Barkley, who carried their team. Yeah, I feel like this would be a man like a bigger deal than it should be because what he's five years in now. Tyler. <laughs> you're gonna need to raise your hand if you want to speak so we can hand you the mic, man. Yeah, you talk you gotta talk in the mic if you're saying so. Base I'll, I'll just say it real quick though, honestly. Five years in as a running or back, a you're mic. you're a veteran in the league. Yeah. And and veterans get to skip mini camp, right? So I I don't see why it's such a big fucking deal. It's not. It's just more that he didn't want to sign the tender yet. Again, I don't think it's a big deal at all, but you know, it's newsworthy, I guess. Sounds like a tender situation. Well, five years as a running back, he's basically a fucking twelve year veteran quarterback. Yeah. Like, that motherfucker been around. Yeah. I mean, he did have a couple of years here where he was hurt, so he hasn't played a ton of games in the you know the first four years. This will be his fifth year coming up because they, uh, they didn't use his fifth-year option. So, so this yeah. will be his fifth. His, yeah, coming in will his, be his, his fifth, fifth year. year coming up. Yeah. Okay, either way, long time as a running back. Yeah. Missed a lot of games, though, with injuries. So He's that, he's that guy when he's on the field, though. Yeah. Well, Saquon, right? Saquon, dude, oh. I swear. <laughs> what are you fucking sucking on, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the fantasy rookie running back <laughs> rankings. Um, if I scroll down here, are, are we going from the the bottom to the top? Five to one. Uh, um, let's just go from the top bottom because we all we all know there's only one sure thing at running back in this draft. Yeah, yeah. Last time we worked our way from the bottom to the top. Let's work our way from the top to right back down to that bottom, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> sounds like <laughs> sounds like me on a drunk night. <laughs> uh had number one, obviously, Bijan Robinson. The Texas running back, five foot eleven, two fifteen, twenty one years of age he is the man the myth and the legend he is all of that he bounces off tacklers what most broken tackles of all time it feels like in texas history uh speed agility contact uh contact balance um he's the complete back he's the complete package Definitely a three down back and probably really the only one out of this draft class. So Yeah, I mean he's the only sure thing. Like I mean, running backs have been super devalued over the last, you know, five, six years. And he's the only one who's gone like everyone's like he's for sure a top a first round pick. Uh most people have him as a top five prospect, but because of the devaluation he's gonna drop. Who knows where he's really gonna land, no one knows for sure. But ultimately I mean the simplest way of putting this, he is the most complete running back prospect since Saquon Barkley. Um, they have very similar running styles. I would say Saquon's slightly ahead of him because he had more wiggle coming out of college. Uh, but, I mean, he can go into any offensive scheme. He can 
he, he kills it in zone scheme, pro scheme, doesn't matter. He catches the ball in the backfield. He's had uh, over 600 yards and six touchdowns receiving over the last two years, so you know he's got great hands. I had one scout, I heard one scout say that he actually is just as good at running routes as Christian McCaffrey is. So obviously everybody loves everything about this guy. Do you see anything bad about him? Is there, is there any drawbacks when you're looking at the film for him? Not really. No. Nothing that is like a serious downside. So I mean, he could probably be a little bit better in like pass protection, but who? what rookie running back can't? Yeah. So the one stat to me that really stands out, uh, everyone talks about you know his contact balance and how you can't bring him down unless you – yeah, I got two hands on you. You better wrap him up because he's going to break through your through arm tackles all day. But for his career, he averaged four and a half yards per carry after contact. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about turning any kind of play into a really good game regardless of what the down situation is. I'm just looking at like the round one, uh, the draft order, because obviously he's going to go round one, right? Yeah. And there's some interesting places that he could land. Obviously, he's probably not going to go top five. But like, what? What if he went to the Cardinals at three? Uh, I think. Oh, I think no Phoenix. Way. I think Phoenix might burn to the ground if that happens. Uh, I mean, is he worthy enough talent-wise? Sure, but it's just not the way the the position is valued anymore. He, the highest I've seen him go on any mock draft is ten to the Eagles, but that seems like a super luxury pick when they could have a few holes and clean up anyways. It kind of seems like. Top 20 for sure. If he ends up falling, though, I think if he falls past number 20, I think you're going to see somebody like Dallas or Buffalo be really aggressive to trade up to get him. Yeah, I would say he's a top five talent in this uh, in this draft, but he won't go until back into the first. And it'll probably be the only first-round running back. I would be super shocked if someone took Gibbs uh, in the first round, but... In my opinion, that's the only other guy I can see going in the first round. But Gangsta Gibbs looks nice. Yeah. Which should be his name. Gangsta Gibbs. Gangsta Gibbs. Gangsta Gibbs. Okay. Freddie Gibbs coined it the rapper. If you haven't listened to him, listen to him. But yeah. Uh just real quick though, uh you said top twenty, right? And I'm looking at these top twenty teams who are drafting, and everyone seems pretty set at running back besides the Buccaneers who draft at nineteen. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Rashad White's there, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. That's it. So, yeah. I don't know what's his name. Lenny Four Ke- Touchdowns. Keyshawn Vaughn. <clears throat> yeah, he's more of a scat. Yeah, back, but he's, he's not. Yeah, he's not a full. He's not a three down back by any means. All right. Well, that's pretty much it for B. John. After that, big <laughs> kind of drop off for me uh, as far as running backs go. You can kind of mix these guys up however you feel. Yeah, whatever you like, I guess. Um, to me, like from here on out, like every guy that's drafted is a day two or day three guy. They're gonna be probably involved in some sort of committee, and so at, at this level, I like guys that can like make a big play, you know, because uh, I feel like that's where you're gonna get real fantasy value. Out of everyone besides Bijan, because I don't see anyone as a three-down back, really, um, besides maybe like Zach Charbonnet, but I don't know if he's good enough to actually do that at the NFL level. I mean, um, honestly, I disagree, obviously. Um, 
If we go to the rankings, might as well go to our number two guys. Yeah, I have a different Zach at my number two guy. I have Zach Evans out of Ole Miss, 5'11", 202. When I'm when I was looking at all the running backs in this year and looking at looking at their film and whatnot, he comes out to me as the most complete back behind Bajon. I think he has he's more likely to become a true three down back in the league before, or even if any other guys really can. So um, I just see him as. As a guy, I think he could be. I honestly think in the right situation, you could see him being a day one starter in the NFL. Um, again, it has to be the right the right situation, but he just can hurt you in every phase of the game. He's good inside and outside the tackle. He can catch the ball. Um, he has good contact bounce, not obviously as good as Bajon Robinson, but he does break a, quite a few tackles. A little high in his running stance. I'll, I'll give you that. I know James, you pointed that out before we started the uh, the recording here, but it's just one of those things. Like I see him breaking a lot of tackles and turning small gains into large gains. Um, and he played at Ole Miss, which wasn't a great team. They were okay. They don't have. It's not like they have an NFL line to run behind him. So he had to do a lot on his own. Um, I just like what I saw from him on on tape. And again, I think he's most likely to be the, the a three down back in the NFL over everybody else that we're going to talk about. So here's the story as far as what I've listened to, what I've read on on Evans is that. He was highly touted coming out of high school, like a top, top twenty, top guy, like the best running back coming out of high school. Went to TCU before Ole Miss. He uh, was the highest rated uh, freshman ever to go to TCU to commit to TCU, and then he gets beat out by a guy by the name of Kendra Miller at TCU. <laughs> a little side eye. I see. And for me, I'm like, why? Why did Kendra Miller, who was not highly touted coming out of high school, he's a three-star recruit, um, beat Zach Evans. And then Zach Evans obviously goes to the transfer portal and was going to originally sign at Georgia, then doesn't sign at Georgia and goes to Ole Miss. And even there... He had less attempts than uh, the other running back at Ole Miss. I can't remember his name, but to me, I, I think there's some real question marks. And like, this is a guy I could see really, honestly, falling in the NFL draft. I don't, and I don't know the whole puzzle or or picture or why this has happened. But when I watch this tape, yeah, he does run run high. Um, I know that's a big thing for for football coaches <laughs> is pad level. Uh but there's something else going on. I'm I'm not 100% sure but like for whatever reason there is some talent there absolutely but for whatever reason this guy has um not lived up to the hype, I guess in some coaches eyes. And so that gives me a lot of pause. Um, I get what you're saying that he could be a three down back. He absolutely could. He has the size. He has the you know the profile uh, to do that. But um, for me, it's like draft capital. Like if this guy falls to the fourth, fifth, sixth round, that's not a lot of draft capital in uh, in Zach Evans and and his fantasy value could could tank because of that depending on what situation he's he's in. 
I mean, he dealt with a lot of injuries last year. He had a bunch of nagging injuries, and that's where it kind of came from. But if you look at the games where, like, he did get up, get the ball a bunch of times, I mean, 17 carries against Arkansas for 207. He had 21 carries against Auburn for 136. What? 18 carries against Georgia Tech for 134. What? 20 carries against, I mean, it's Troy, but for 130. So, like, yeah. for for the season, he averaged six and a half yards a carry, even though he wasn't getting the ball as much as, I think it was Quinton Johnson or something like that, but ahead of him. Dude, his career average is 6.9. Exactly. So, like, he clearly, like, when he gets the ball in, ball in his hands, he does something with it. It's just he was hurt last year uh, quite a bit. I mean, they talked about him having a, a nagging, I think it was a hamstring injury that just didn't ever seem to really, you know, leave throughout throughout the course of the season. Yo, yeah. And Ole Miss is SEC, right? Oh, yeah. So he's playing quality competition. He's getting it done. Yeah. Well, realistically, when, you know, you're doing your dynasty drafts, like, I guess it depends on where he's drafted, but I think Zach Evans is going to be a third-round draft pick in uh, most rookie drafts. So... Could, um, and, and that could be, but I mean, we always see risers. It, it so much depends on the situation. Well, like, it's good for you. I mean, if you have him as the number two back in this, because right now, as it stands in dynasty rookie drafts, it goes um, Bijan Robinson and then, Gibbs. Uh, well, Gibbs or JSN, uh, the wide receiver. Oh, you mean overall rankings? Like yeah, yeah. Okay, overall, yeah. I'm talking 101 is Gibbs, 102 is is JSN for the most part. Some people take Gibbs, well, goes back and forth. 101 is Bajan. But at the very latest, it's Gibbs at 103. So, you know what I mean? Um, if you're getting Zach Evans in the <laughs> third round, like he's fallen. I, I promise you that in, in, in overall rankings. No, no, and I agree with you there. I, I don't suspect that he's going to be the second running back taken. That's not the what, what I'm saying here. What I'm saying yeah. is that on talent alone, I see Zach Evans as the second best running back in this in this draft. Yeah. We shall see. Yep. Oh, we talked about it, though. It's a pretty big tier drop-off. Like We're going yes. from, like honestly, probably someone who's like an A-plus to guys that are in the B range, and uh, honestly, maybe once we get towards five, like C-plus. Yeah, like I mean, honestly, outside, I mean, realistically, as much as I think Zach Evans can be a third down back, outside of Bajon Robinson, every other guy that we're going to talk about, they are, they're never going to be a three down. They're, they're good at certain things. They're not good at everything. Um, a lot of them are actually very mediocre at certain aspects of their game, and that's why they're always going to be a committee back and not somebody who's going to go in and you know be your be your fantasy star by any means. Well, yeah. I I kind of disagree with that though in a way because. Running back, the running back class is, is a little deep this year as far as like guys who are in that kind of in that C range, you know. And if you give these guys a couple of years, I mean, we're we're gonna have guys who are finding roles probably. and probably being pretty productive. As far know? as like who fits the profile of like being a three down guy, I think Zach Charbonnet is the only other guy that can really be brought into that question. Like obviously, a chain, I like a lot. Super fucking fast. Um, Plays big. Plays much bigger than, Play, than his Runs size. hard. Runs super hard. He's my number three back behind Gibbs and, and Bijan. Um, I also like Kendra Miller. Super fast as well. But uh, Can I bring out someone? As a three-down back, I was just going to say, I think Jack, Zach Charbonnet is the only guy that you can put into uh, that conversation. Is Is it because Chase Brown is so old that no one gives a fuck? Who? Running back for Illinois. Yeah, probably. I mean, running backs have short self uh, shelf lives in the NFL as, as it is, and you're already coming to the league. I think he's what twenty five. 
he's going to be when he gets drafted. Yeah, or he'll, he's, he's like going pretty goddamn old. Yeah, that's, I mean. It's like a veteran running back. <laughs> already, yeah. I mean, that's the same reason why, like, people are kind of down on Hendon Hooker, the, te- the quarterback out of Tennessee, because he's going to be 25 when the season starts. By far the oldest QB prospect uh, that's being talked about being drafted. So. But, but quarterback, you could play till you're 30, you know, five plus, like, yeah. running back. But if and, we're talking about someone who can, like, literally get on the field and probably pretty much do it all. It, when I was watching tape, it, Chase Brown looks pretty goddamn good. Obviously, he's old, and I'm kind of just throwing him here in the middle. He's not in our top five at all, and it's because of his age. But I figured I'd throw that out there because if we're talking about guys who can literally step in, and if they do get a role early on and they have a full skill set, he seemed like someone who really had it. But well, ex- expand on that because I, I have not watched a whole lot of Chase Brown, to be honest with you. He can pass block. He ran one of the fastest <laughs> 40s in this year's combine. Um, he ran the ball an absolute shit ton for Illinois last year, like 28 times. He was consistently productive for them. Overall, he just looked good in general. And I, when I was looking at running backs, I'm looking at guys who, are, who, if they get in a spot where they're behind, I don't know, let's just say he comes in and he's like the third string running back, things happen. And you know how we all are during the season where we're playing that waiver wire game six weeks into the season where everyone's getting fucking injured and you're looking for that backup. He looks like someone who could be pretty good if he's in that situation. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that, like, for him, because I'm, a lot of it was Illinois' offense, um, he needed the ball bunch. Like, he would slowly wear down defenses. But he's not like that guy who's going to you know, break off like the biggest runs. I mean he ran a four four three. It's not it's pretty average for a running back. Right. Um I mean it, it's just nothing I guess he looks like he'll probably be a very solid back in the NFL. Um but nothing like seems to, to me like really to really pop off the screen, you know? And and maybe NFL dot com's kinda of screwing me on looking at the NFL combine results. But that four four three is the fifth fastest running back forty time. Obviously, not everyone ran the 40 at the Combine, you know, because not yeah. everyone was there. But, I mean, pretty good. I mean, that's faster than Bajon Robinson. Barely. Doesn't really matter. Faster than Zach Charbonnet. Uh, faster than Tank Bigsby, who a lot of people really like. He looks pretty good this year, too. But I'm just saying, I just want to throw that out there. It's someone who I feel like is being kind of slept on. Get you a nice late round pick. If yeah, very, very well. Um, I mean, it, again, that's going to be a lot of base based off where he ends up too. So yeah. that's one thing, you know, it's all projection right now. We got to figure out like similar, like outside of like us, there wasn't a whole lot of talk about Damian Pierce before last year's NFL draft. And then like, you know, as we got into the training camp, all of a sudden all this fantasy buzz started coming around. And we're like, dude, we were on this, you know, four months ago. Well, well he ended up being like uh, an average draft pick of like fifth round or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he skyrocketed. He went from undrafted yeah. to... To just skyrocketing in a matter of literally two months, like before the draft, no one's saying his fucking name, and then we're we're getting into our our draft season, and everyone's talking about Damian Pierce. Yeah. So yeah, situations do matter. I didn't mean to derail it by bringing up Chase Brown with his old ass. It, it's <laughs> honestly it, it it is a stretch, but I'm just talking about guys who are like plug and play guys who do have the skill set, and it's not going to take two or three years for them to really develop those skills to be a reliable three down back. For sure. Let's go ahead and move on to to Mr. Gibbs here. Mr. Gibbs out of Alabama. Gangsta Gibbs. I'm coining it now. Come on. We got to do it. 
Well, I think there's a, a certain rapper that <laughs> that coined it, but if <laughs> we could, we could, <laughs> we could. Uh, well, why not? Could join him. He's a football player, and it, it's great. What else? Gangsta Gibbs. I'm all all about it for sure. Uh, five foot nine, hundred ninety nine pounds, twenty one years of age. Uh, Gibbs ran a four three six forty. Obviously, lightning speed, uh, electric player, just a little undersized. That's where we're at. But Gibbs uh, is a talent for sure. So, obviously, depends on where he lands, but super exciting. I mean, he's one of those guys. He's going to make an impact on whatever team he does get drafted by early in his, in his career. Uh, not necessarily as a, as a starter right away, but certainly as a pass catcher. Um, he's even a pretty good uh, kick returner, so you have, you can add that to his his value. Um, honestly, he's as good as he is. I can see him having the upside of like an Alvin Kamara. He has similar running style, very fast, shifty, little undersized, but is amazing in the passing game, right? So, I mean, he's going to be a very good back. I'm, there's no denying that by any means. Um, he has to find the right system to really develop. The one thing that I did like from him when you watch the tape when. Alabama's offense, which wasn't great this year anyways, but when they really started to to slow down and they couldn't get things going against certain defenses, they really relied on him. They would start to just dump him off the ball, put him out, out in the slots, run routes. So that's the one thing is like he can really hurt you in the passing game, and if you have a creative enough coach to put him in the right positions, he's going to end up having a, a very, very good career. There's no doubt by to me for that. Yeah, I, I liked him a lot looking at his tape. He, he's extremely fast. He had the second fastest combine, 40, 4 three, six, only behind Devin. Is it a chain or a cane? Chain. A, a chain. A chain, right? Who ran and a 4 three, two. God damn it. Well, you know, I'm just going to call him Devin a cane, whatever, just like Saquon <laughs> Barkley. I'm murdering everyone's name. So, yeah, uh, Jammer Gibbs. Um, Jammer? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Either way, yeah, he did look very good, and Alabama obviously has a great history of producing great running backs. They do have a pretty good lineage there. Yeah, and, and they're facing top competition all the time, so his stats really do not lie. You don't really have to read between the lines on those ones. The one thing I'll say about Jameer Gibbs is the draft capital is important. Uh, where he goes is super important. I could see him, you know, filing in on in the third down role where you know he's kind of part of a committee i don't know if he'll ever be a true like three down guy himself so i think his upside is limited in that fashion but obviously the type of player that can break you know a big play anytime but my big worry for gibbs you know from a dynasty perspective is that he'll always be trapped in that like he has to be involved in some sort of committee. Like he can never be the guy. Um, I think he'll be like a third down back passing situation, two minute roll in the NFL. Well, yeah. good news for him. And but I think I, honestly, I think a lot of these guys might fit that mold um, that we're going to talk about, and that just kind of shows the the difference between like um, Bajan Robinson and really the rest of the field. I think it's really not even close. And well, a lot and, it makes perfect and all the, sense. And all the rest of these guys are are pretty close. Yeah. In terms well, of what they can do. Dude, 80% of the NFL is running back by committee anyways. 
It is now, yeah. For so sure. now we're looking for guys who are explosive, like, like Jameer Gibbs. Know yeah. who? Know what? Actually, where I think Jameer Gibbs could go out and have a hell of a career is taking over kind of that James White role in New England. Yeah, like something like that is oh, where I see. God, New yeah. England running backs. We're talking about fantasy. Fuck us. <laughs> I know, but like, could you not see him being like that James White type of guy for them? No, yeah, I, I could totally see that, and, and really. Like I was kind of saying before, most of the league is running back by committee anyways, yeah. right? So you're trying to find a guy who's going to be explosive and get you those touchdowns. Obviously, he'd probably do it from a receiving role. Yeah. So, I mean. And just for the sake of our rankings, just so everyone knows, Jim had him ranked two. I had him ranked three. Trey, where did you have him ranked at? I, li- I like Jimmy at number two, honestly. Okay. Yeah, he, he, was, he looked like it was very close between two to five to me. It was kind of a gray area to me, but he stood out the most to me. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Devon. Devon. Eighteen next. Uh, out of Texas A and M, five foot eight, hundred and eighty eight pounds, twenty one years of age. Another sm- <coughs> Jesus, another small guy, <laughs> uh, but can run really, really, really fast. Uh, four three two forty. Um, the I really like A chain. Um, I think he had really good like contact balance, like broke. A lot of tackles that I I didn't really expect him to break. Um, it has to be in the open field though. Big no, playability. No, he's good at in between the tackles too. Really, and, and he had one of the worst offensive lines out of all the guys that we're talking about. Um, I saw something uh, that I did not write down, and I apologize for this. But uh, when he it was uh God, it was out of like the Sh- Warren Sharp Twitter page sharp analysis whatever it's called um it was uh devon a chain had like he averaged four and a half yards per carry when he was hit in the backfield damn so i mean he runs so much bigger than what his size is yeah he he has runs really hard yeah i mean he does not care he's going to throw himself in there and he does the same thing when it comes to blocking like like you see him, he has, he's a willing pass blocker, but he gets he's overmatched because like he's going up against line you know defensive ends and linebackers that are twice his size essentially. Yeah. But he but he sticks his nose in there. It's it's, a, it's awesome to watch. Um, he's just so small. Yeah, honestly, he's one of those guys. Like if he was your traditional back size, he's you know five ten two ten. You're talking about him being up there probably with Bajon. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, but he's so small and it, and it sucks that way, but. Honestly, if you want to see everything you want to see from Bajon Robinson, or I'm sorry, <laughs> Devon A-Chain, look at his tape against LSU and Arkansas. He killed those defenses. Those are good defenses, too. Yeah. And he destroyed them. He showed everything you could possibly want in that game. His speed, the burst, change of direction. The willingness to drop the shoulder, again, at five foot eight, 188 pounds, is just impressive. Mm-hmm. You do not see guys his size initiate contact like he does. We were talking about this before the podcast because we tend to talk about it way too much before we record. But, um, you know, we were comparing, uh, me and Tyler were talking about, oh, you know, kind of reminds us of an Austin Eckler kind of guy. And, you know, especially because he's undersized, you know, he's 5'8 and a half. Right. right. Eckler's pounds. listed at 5'10, 210. Like, he's much bigger than you think he was. He looks small when he's on the field. So they probably oversize him. But, um, he is currently. But when Austin Eckler was drafted, I'm looking at it here, um, five foot eight, 
I don't know if he grew two inches, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one ninety five. So you know he he put on fifteen pounds in the NFL, and you know so it doesn't really put him that far off of of a Devin a chain or Devon a chain right Am a I chain a hard A Devon a chain hard A. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say um, <laughs> hard A. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he's definitely a very promising, elusive guy who's extremely fast. And um, I think a couple of years down the line, if you're playing dynasty football, it's definitely someone you, like you could be interested in holding on to in the right situation. Which we're probably going to say about all these guys it has to be the right situation. Besides Bazan Robinson, him he can pretty much go anywhere that he's running back. They'll be fine. All these guys, they're going to be drafted. They're going to be running back or running back twos at the absolute highest. Maybe even running back threes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's another guy that will be stuck in some sort of committee, you know. Um, Which really everyone is kind of in, Yeah, like I was talking about earlier. It, it's so rare. Yeah. All right, let's get one more in. You want to talk about your... Uh... <laughs> about Izzy? My fifth ranked running back is Israel Izzy. Abanaconda out of <laughs> Pittsburgh. He's 5'10", 216. He's 20 years old, coming out a little earlier than all these guys are, about a year younger. And honestly, watching his tape, he reminded me so much of Damian Pierce, actually. So that's kind of why I push him up, because like he just looks, they're the same build, similar running styles, where they're not like the shiftiest guys, but they have no problem finishing through contact. They're great between the tackles. Um, he's a little tightness in his hips, uh, which that you know contributes to him not having the best shake. Uh, on the outside, but I mean, he reads blocks well. So he comes, he comes off the block very well. Reads their butts just fine. I mean, he's not going to kill you on the on the outside runs. Um, but between the tackles, the dude's a hoss. Just period. I could read butts pretty well, just to just so you guys know. <laughs> he likes big butts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, he's an ass man. You know. Hard A on the ass. Hard A on the ass. I like uh, the butts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the tape, too. And I would agree with you. That's pretty much all I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah, you're the only one who really knows a lot about this guy. And uh, if you listen to this podcast, Tyler is like our resident rain man when it comes to this kind of shit. You, you just have a crazy retention of knowledge. So I trust your opinion. Plan for Pittsburgh though, does that kind of concern you? Like the level of competition? And the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, more like the little ten. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> it's a real little big Okay, but he still he still went and played like the Big Ten is the second best conference in for football behind yeah. the SEC. I mean he played Michigan and Ohio State, like There's other conferences besides the SEC? <laughs> 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 Probably not for long, honestly. Not for long. There really but, yeah. shouldn't be, but um, motherfucker, he's got a nice size though. Yeah, and he's got good stats. And he, well, speaking yeah. outside yeah. of the SEC, I, I also like Zach Charbonnet, as we were talking about. He went to UCLA, homie. I know that's what I'm saying. Outside, oh, outside of SEC, okay. <laughs> so talking about lack of competition. Uh, yeah, right. Or is it not the Pac-26? Oh, I'm sorry, Pitt's in the the ACC. I was like, that sound Big Ten's not wrong. But okay, he still went and played against Clemson's yeah, defense. Big Ten because Big Ten's Midwest. How about Kendra Miller, who beat out your boy Zach Evans at TCU? Fucking took that starting job from the highest ranked 
TCU recruit of all time. All right. You know, sometimes the, the hype can get to your head. He got humbled, came back. He's going to be stronger. He's got a little chip on his shoulder now, all right? That's all I got to say. Uh, I keep an eye out on Kendra Miller, where they get drafted, where he gets drafted. Same with Zach Charbonnet. Charbonnet? Charbonnet. Just chew on it for chew on the charbonner for a second. So does his forty time is good. I, I feel like we're maybe it's me, I'm just a victim of this, but anything over like a four four, I'm just like, oh, they're not fast. Like he ran a four five three, so obviously, you know, he's pretty goddamn fast. He's a bigger guy. I mean, Charbonnet, he's he's six one, two hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, he, I mean, he's not quite as big as like an AJ Dillon, but it's a similar running style. What did AJ Dillon run? Do you guys know off the top of your hat? I do not. Tyler, I, th- I thought you would because you're our rain man. <laughs> I just have every 40 time memorized. Yeah, the last he ran AJ a, Dillon? Yeah, yeah, he ran oh, a 4.96723. So, I mean, he's a lot fat. Like I said, he's not as big. I mean, I, I think AJ Dillon came in at what, 240 pounds? Yeah, he's a hoss. AJ Dillon ran a 4.53, according to Tyler, from the couch on the other side of the room. Uh, he is currently taking a nap and also Googling what we're saying. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he did. He ran a 4.53. God damn, AJ Dillon. Nice. Uh, okay. Shout out to the stats boy over there. That's the crazy. They ran, the, they ran the same 40 time. Cozy sitting cozy with the stats over there. I mean, AJ Dillon does have quad the size of Rhode Island. So, Well, let's just say this. If Zach Charbonnet has the same career trajectory career trajectory as A.J. Dillon as the number four or five running back in this draft, right? Is is that a, a good a good result? I, I feel like that's all right. You I know? mean, seeing that he's probably not going to be drafted until, you know, the third, fourth round. I mean, for any team drafting, they're gonna be, they'll be ecstatic if he gives you A.J. Dillon production. Right, and I feel like that's what we're looking at. We're getting into a gray area. We almost should have did like a top ten, which would have taken like too much research, and we all have a lot of <laughs> a lot of things to do, and we're just really just trying to make it to the regular season. I feel like at this point, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, okay, this running back class is hard. I mean, there's one sure thing, and everyone else is kind of like, you know, pick your poison. Like, what, like what do you like more, and what do you yeah. see on tape? So it's tough. There's not there's nobody else that you're like, hell yeah, this guy's gonna be a stud in the NFL like there just isn't that guy yeah we just gotta see people in their situations where they get drafted and see them in real time in an NFL game I would not be surprised honestly if there was three plus guys that we are not going to talk about two to three years from now that are fantasy relevant 100% I mean there's so many uh, backs in the league that are super late on draft picks or go undrafted that are stars I mean Eckler's a great a great one he's an undrafted free agent now he's a starter in the NFL getting paid shit money that's why he's you know, trying to get get a better contract now, but I mean, he he's earned it. So it's just like that happens every year. There's just guys that come out of nowhere that you don't realize that they're really fucking good. The the two guys that come to mind thinking about on this subject would be like James Robinson. Obviously, not currently, but for a couple of years, what was he seventh round or undrafted? I think he was undrafted, right? Because I think he was the first undrafted running back to have a thousand yards in his rookie year. Okay, yep. So, yeah. So, yeah. James Robinson and also uh, Tony Pollard. Did he go undrafted? Yeah. He didn't go undrafted. He was a late round. He was a late round guy and extremely Well, yeah, I mean, and there's so many. Like, go back to, like, the Seahawks with Chris Carson. He was a seventh-round draft pick. And he was a— See, great example. There's just so many guys like that. So, projecting running backs might be the hardest position to project, in all honesty. Uh, It's just one of those things. 
So that's why there's so much gray area. That's why this is probably be the one ranking where we disagree a lot. I mean, we both have people in our rankings that the other three don't have in the rankings, you know? Like, there's so much gray area. Like, James doesn't have Zach Evans. I don't think you did either. Um, I don't have Char- yeah, I don't have Charbonnet in there. I don't have Kendra Miller in there. Like, it's just, you never know. You don't know what's going to happen with, with running backs, and you won't really know until you start to hear rumors heading into training camp on who's really showing out that, you know, you never heard of before. Yes, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you guys have any opinions on Tank Bigsby? Tank. It's a good Tank. name, man. It's a good yeah, name. Yeah, running back out of Auburn. His tape, uh, yeah, really, no one's tape was jumping off like Bajon's. So I, I feel like I shouldn't have seen Bajon's tape before I watched <laughs> these other running backs. Because it really, it, everybody else is in this gray area. And very few guys stood out. You know, um, I want to murder his name again. Devon A-Chain. A- A-Chain. God damn it. Devon A-Chain. He definitely stood out a little bit, but he's definitely undersized. And I, I, I liked what I saw at Tank Bigsby. Tank Bigsby for Auburn. You know, another SEC team, and it wasn't anything extremely uh, impressive. Auburn as a whole was terrible last year. There is that. Um, it, honestly, I, I looked into Tank a little bit. He actually reminded me a lot of like Latavius Murray. Um, big guy, doesn't use his pads well enough for how big he is. Like if he decided to, you know, drop his pad six inches, he would be a, probably a lot more productive and a lot more menacing running the ball. Uh, I'm like a Vietnam veteran when you're saying that. I'm just having flashbacks <laughs> PTSD? as a Raiders fan. Well, there's so many times I'm watching the Raiders when Latavius Murray was on the team. I'm just like, God damn it. This guy is, what, 6'2", big as fuck. He's six yards down the field, and now he's getting tackled because he won't lower his goddamn shoulders. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I mean, he, he's very much, if I mean, in a committee situation, he'd be your first and second down guy that you can just basically ISO the ball with him and let him, him go that way. Um, it's just, I would love for him to literally, like I said, lower, lower your pads six inches and watch the difference in the production he has. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's hard to teach. You know, people pound, especially in the NFL, you get that, that's pounded into your head. About lowering your pads, lower your pads, lower your pads. Some guys just can't do it. Um, I don't know what it is. He's got good size though, you know. What yeah, was it? Six big. one two hundred or six or six foot two ten is what he is. Yeah, great size. It's just I I just need to see more. And he's one of those guys again though. If he learns to lower his pads, though, I think you could end up seeing him being a pretty productive guy. He's not the fastest. He doesn't have he doesn't have a whole lot of shake at all. Um, so like. I can't ever see him being a three-down back by any means, just because the second he tries to get outside the tackle, it's a little, it's a little scary. But this is a bad comparison. But Derrick Henry didn't start really catching passes in the run game until last year. Yeah, I think that's just the way the offense went, though. I mean, he's such a big guy. Like, why would you put him out? <laughs> it's like, why even put him out wide when you could just have him run between the tackles over and over? Now, granted, Derrick Henry's a lot faster than that. Like, he gets ahead of steam and. No one's bringing him down. Where right. I think Tank Bigsby is not the same type of athlete that Derrick Henry is, and that's probably obvious, honestly. Well, well, I just bring that up as far, as far as like a bigger running back, where like he might not come into the league with the skills where a team's going to trust him receiving wise. I mean, Derrick Henry, elite from the get go, and yeah. what we're I mean, Derrick Henry four years in now, forty pounds on him, but at well, least. But I'm just saying, you know, he well, he's four or five years in now, Derrick Henry. Five, I think, yeah. 
five years in now, and we finally saw a season where he got like more than thirty targets. Yeah, like it's fair. I mean, and that's kind of the way the offense goes. I mean, especially when you look at Tennessee, like who the hell are they throwing the ball to? Might yeah, as well, might as well get Derrick Henry as many touches as possible, just because you have nobody to throw the damn ball to. Well, they're finally at the point where they didn't have to bring in another running back on third downs. Like yeah. they they trusted him finally after this long. So I I'm just bringing that point up. So it, it, he's more of a dynasty guy, but I thought he was interesting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> James is like, yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> I know. Beatrice went back and forth for like eight minutes. James is like a goddamn I just word. Let that happened. Yeah, that was the tank. Bigsby hour, and uh, that has concluded. Uh, can we do it one more time, though? Uh, <laughs> not not that, but um, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> Israel, Habana, uh, Kandanda. <laughs> what else? Dun, 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 we already dun, talked dun. about him. I just want to do the melody again. Habana, Kandanda. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, if I see another podcast do this, I'm gonna fucking find Ba-ka-da-da. it. Honestly, if he was a ba- <laughs> if he was a baseball player, that had to be his his walk up song to every at bat. Oh, it's perfect, man. It really yeah. is. We we might actually buy a soundboard for this motherfucker <laughs> just for that, just for him, just for <laughs> that drop. <laughs> if he shows out, we have to we have to set one up. That would make James's fucking day. He's been asking for a soundboard for two years now. Dude, all the drops that come to my head, I'm like, man, that would be such a good drop for that player. If we give you a soundboard, this podcast would take fucking four hours. <laughs> it would also take off. Yeah. Four hours? It would take off, too. Okay, so our only audience would be truckers. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, <God. laughs> all right. Hit us up on Twitter at the FF Fathers next week. Wide receivers, all the best wide receivers. And uh, let me just say this: you know, on Twitter, a lot of people over the last year talking about trading for twenty twenty three first, like they were the most valuable thing ever in Dynasty. Should have been trading for twenty twenty four first. Oh, yeah? Who are you looking at in 2024? I'll just tell you that right now. You've been withholding this knowledge for a year and a half. I'll just tell you that right now. And who who are your eyes on? I mean, well, that's to come. Okay. I mean, all that's next season. I mean, the one guy out of that draft class I know a ton of right now for fantasy purposes would be Caleb Williams out of USC. Well, yeah. (laughs) Maybe one or two guys. When's Archie Manning able to be drafted? Uh, Two years? No, he's a he's a he's gonna be a freshman this year, so three years. Okay, yeah. So you want that first round twenty twenty six. Play the long game, folks. <laughs> trade your whole fucking team. Hell yeah. Not really, but yeah, just trade trade a backup tight end so you get that twenty twenty six first. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next week. Hit us up on Twitter at the FF Fathers. Rank subscribe. And rank us or rate us of five stars or higher. I like how your Irish came out of nowhere there. (laughs) What's happening? Rank us. You get a little uh, Jameson in you. Uh, Me and and Coach were doing some Irish car bombs earlier, so. Uh, Uh, That's why why he quit talking. That'll happen. (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, what happens. But we will catch you all later. Goodbye. Deuce.
It's rare that you showed up an Irishman, but yeah. All right. Bye.